I really looked toward the end of the year. I had already made my mind. This is what I think I want to spend. Mm -hmm. Here are the options. Uh, if they don't get anywhere near what I'm looking at, I'll just let the time go by because I enjoyed white chocolate. Yeah. It was going to keep white chocolate. I had no problems with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but I started looking around and you're right. Ford realized we're sitting on a bunch of inventory. We lose the tax credit by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Let's make some deals. Yeah. Welcome to MTE's Plugged In Podcast. This podcast focuses on the world of electric vehicles. We combine expert interviews and personal stories to educate and inform listeners about electric vehicles. So whether you're an early adopter who has been driving an EV for years, or you're just starting your research, this podcast is for you. Hello, I'm Brandon Wagner, and I'd like to welcome you to Middle Tennessee Electric's Plugged In Podcast. Amy's out this week, but today I'm going to be talking with Robert White, MTE's Vice President of Community Relations and Member Services, about his EV journey. We've had Robert on the podcast a few times now. We did a ride along with Robert in his Ford Mustang Mach-E in September 2021, and then last year we talked with him about what it's been like to have an EV for over a year. And now he has a new story to tell. He's ready to trade in his Mustang Mach-E for a new EV. Welcome back to the podcast, Robert. Thank you for having me back on. Well, tell me a little bit about this uh, idea of trading in your EV. I know, you know, you, not everyone names their electric vehicle, and mm -hmm. so you've named yours. Yes. Um, I'm kind of surprised when you caught me the other day and said, hey, I'm thinking about trading it in. I was a little caught off guard. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I purchased white chocolate <laughs> in May of 2021. It was the first generation of Ford's Mustang Mach-E. And I was so excited. I got it in May, I think the second week in May. And I purchased it in North Carolina, States uh, Borough, North Carolina, and drove it back six hours and jumped in, learned how to charge, how to navigate, planning the, the trip and everything, and have enjoyed it. I've loved it. I've been on probably, at this time, 20 different road trips. I've had a ball. And I loved white chocolate. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the thought of trading it, I, you know, I really hadn't really thought about it. But I've watched the whole EV landscape over the last couple of years uh, uh, sort of evolve. And I've always thought, well, if there was a time to look at a different option, uh, when would that be? And then all of a sudden, uh, around Thanksgiving, uh, we have this great program here at Middletown's Electric where you can check out EVs. And so I decided to check out the Ford Lightning mm -hmm. over Thanksgiving holiday, and I drove it. Uh, back home to Johnson City, and then I drove it down to the Atlanta area to visit my son, and then back to Murfreesboro, all in about a three-day period. But what was unique about that for Lightning is it has an extended battery. And so my uh, Mustang Mach-E white chocolate was a standard range battery. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, you know, I had adjusted to it, uh, even on road trips, it really didn't really bother me. Sure. Uh, but after driving that for Lightning, I started thinking, hmm, number one, I like that Ford Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty cool truck. Yeah. And then I thought, wow, when I would stop to charge, my charging time was shortened. I could go longer mm -hmm. on my trips and it was just different. Uh, and so when I got back to town, I told my wife, I said, I like that Lightning. I said, I might look at a Ford Lightning. She looked at me and she says, you are going to get a truck? <laughs> now my wife is the truck person. Oh no kidding! Yeah, she's a truck person. She okay. grew up. She grew up in the country, and her dad's yeah. always had a pickup. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so, 
when I said, I'm thinking about getting a truck, she said, really? And, and she asked me why, and I told her uh, about the experience driving the Lightning. And, um, and she thought, I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> and so what I did over the next couple of weeks, I started uh, checking on it, and I realized I pulled the Lightning into my garage, Mm-hmm. It wouldn't fit in my garage. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, wow. So I'm going to have to uh, install another charger mm-hmm. outside of my garage uh, to get the Ford Lightning in. And mm. I thought, do I really want to do that? And I thought, no. Then I thought, other than the fact that I really like the fact that it sits really high as a, as a truck, right. what did I like the most about that time with the Ford Lightning? It was the extended battery. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I didn't think I really missed the extended battery as much. Sure. But over my journey with white chocolate, I realized, even though I'm not someone who does a road trip every week, I did a lot of road trips. Yeah. When, uh, when, I just, when I was making a decision about what to do with my uh, 2021 model, mm-hmm. I'd already had 69,000 miles on it. <laughs> 69,000 miles in just over two and a half years. Wow. And, it, and people have asked me, when you got the EV, did you purposely start driving long road trips? No, it just happened. You know, yeah. it was right after the pandemic and you know, people were starting to get out and it just happened to be that. If I had still had my former Camry, I would have made the same trips. Right. It just so happened I had um, white chocolate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I started thinking, what would it have been like if I had had the extended battery? Yeah. And so that's why I started thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it's funny your experience with putting sixty nine thousand miles on a on a car in two and a half years. I, I've I've put I just hit twenty thousand miles. I haven't quite hit twelve months being an EVL. Oh wow! <laughs> but I, as I talk with people, it seems like there's this phenomenon that you use every excuse you can to take your EV. Yes. Because yes. it's just so much more convenient. I mean, so much more, so much more comfortable, and so uh, the technology mm-hmm. it just makes it a totally different experience. So. I, yeah, I, I, I can relate because I don't think I've ever put 20,000 miles on a car in 12 wow. months. Wow. But you were heading on the same path. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, everybody I talk to, if I, I always, I, when I was first looking at an EV, I asked people the same question. What's the thing you, uh, you loved about buying your EV and what's one thing you'd do different? Mm-hmm. And I'd have different answers for what they love, but almost everybody answered the same thing. If I could go back. I wish I'd have got the extended battery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, and you know, some people would say the one thing I love the most is I got this extended battery. So, right. yeah, I don't think you really understand how how valuable it is until you you get in there and you to be able to go an extra thirty miles without having to pull over and stop doesn't sound like much until you're doing it. Until you're doing it, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't think I missed it. Uh, I decided I made a, a a conscious effort not to spend that extra do- those extra dollars on the extended battery in 2021. Okay. And I had adjusted really well. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't stop me from going on trips. I, uh, one thing I did, I got to where I really enjoyed uh, having to stop because it forced me. If you talk to a lot of doctors, they'll tell you, you really, when you take trips, you really should stop more to hmm. stretch okay. for circulation, to really let the blood flow and get out of the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we live in a society where we're always in a rush to get to the destination. I learned to really enjoy journeys with my EV because I have to stop and charge. Yeah. And, and so I got used to it. Didn't really think I missed the extended battery. I've had people ask me before, did you regret it? No, I didn't regret it at all. Yeah. But I had never gone on the trip with an extended battery. <laughs> <laughs> so when I came back yeah. that weekend after Thanksgiving, I thought, hmm, 
I have to rethink that. Right. Yeah, I, I can get that because there's there's features in my car that I never thought I'd need. Mm-hmm. I, and I I just never thought I, I need that. Mm-hmm. And then once I've done it, and I go back to my wife's car that doesn't have some of those features, just even like hitting blinker and and the, and the camera coming on to see what's in the next lane. Yes. Yes. Man, how did I ever live without it? So that I get is that. So true. That is so true. Two years, two and a half years. Yes. Um, you mentioned the landscape had changed radically. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is amazing to think how much things changed mm-hmm. in 30 months. Oh, gosh. So one thing you mentioned was the when you were in the Lightning and you charged, the amount of time to fully charge was less. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about why that was and uh, how technology has changed. Yes. Uh, when I bought in 2021, uh, other than Tesla, there hadn't been a lot of new entrants into the market. And I remember doing my research at the time, there were the Leafs and some other options. And I remember I didn't even realize Ford had an entrant into the market and the Mustang had just come out mm-hmm. and everyone was so excited and everything. And of course, um, at that time, when I, when I got, I got the standard battery. So the, the, the fastest charging rate you can get on that is about 115 KW. Okay. And being new to understanding technology and charging curves, you know, I didn't really think anything about that. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the next year, that's when Hyundai uh, decides to, um, uh, they, they came out with the Ionic 5 and Kia came out with the EV, I think EV6. Mm-hmm. And their charging curves were like lightning up to 250 KW and everything. And I'm thinking, ooh, that's pretty fast. And so they could get to 10 to 80% in about 18 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Where I, whereas I was spending 25 to 30 minutes charging with my battery pack. Um, you don't really think much about that until you go on 20 different road trips. Yeah. So on at least on the uh, Lightning, it will charge up to 150, 155 kW, okay. which is a whole lot faster than the 115 that I, that I normally get with uh, my Mustang Mach-E. So I enjoyed that. Uh, you know, I thought that was pretty quick. I can imagine yeah. having one of those other vehicles where they charge even faster. Sure. But 150 kW was cool with me and yeah. it shortened my trip. Uh, because of that. And so then I started thinking, oh, maybe uh, uh, a battery pack that's larger, I get extended range and maybe something that has a, a quicker charging speed. Uh, mm-hmm. I started thinking about things like that, yeah. that didn't really, other than Tesla at that time, didn't really, uh, didn't really have many options. At that yeah. Time. Okay. Let me ask you a little bit about, you know, there's probably some people that are doing what you're doing. They've had their vehicle for a while and they're thinking about a trade-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you actually, since we talked, you've mm-hmm. actually made a trade-in. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I've made a trade-in. One of the things that uh, I've had friends ask me when I told them that I was thinking about that was, what is it that you didn't like or why in the world are you trading? Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say, I think a lot of times things are about timing. When I purchased my vehicle in May of 2021, if you remember, that was the time when the Mach-E had just been released. It was a new entrant into the market and folks were just coming after it like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I could just tell, uh, I, I, I looked first here locally, couldn't find anything. Started looking in the region, looked as far as Atlanta and everywhere. And I started noticing just in the comments and everything that all of a sudden dealers were starting to mark those babies up higher than M- MSRP. Mm-hmm. And so... I, I was thinking if I wait another couple of months, mm-hmm. what in the world would the prices be like then? So I really looked around, found something that was right at MSRP, got a good deal, made my purchase. 
And two and a half years later, I've had people say, okay, so what was it like getting, being, you know, an early adopter with a first generation car? Mm -hmm. I say, I've had a great time. Right. I haven't regretted it. I've enjoyed the whole journey because I could, if you sit around and wait, there's always going to be something better. Mm -hmm. And our hope is that EV technology continues to get better sure. so that the vehicles uh, five years from now will be better. But I'm not going to wait five years. <laughs> There's a lot of living to do. And I've, I've lived a lot in the last two and a half years driving my EV, and I've loved it. Yeah. Have there been growing pains? Yes. Yes. Uh, specifically with the software, mm -hmm. uh, for, there's no one like Tesla. They are the standard bearer when it comes to software and, you know, over-the-air uh, updates. Mm -hmm. And Ford started out, it was a rocky road. It was <laughs> okay. a rocky road. Of course, they came in, they came in uh, talking about their Blue Cruise technology and how that was going to be game-changing. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my purchase purchased all the equipment, all the cameras and sensors for their Blue Cruise technology. It was supposed to come out in September 2021. I didn't get it until May of 2022. Okay. And it took me five trips to the dealer to pull it off. Mm. But other than that, it has been a really, pretty, a really cool experience. Yeah. There's always been something, little things, but I wouldn't trade it for anything because the, 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 the really manufacturing of the car mm -hmm. has been incredible. Yeah. Uh, it, has been, it was a great car. The maintenance was nothing. I had okay. two tire rotations. I purchased a set of tires, and that's all. Yeah. We had a recall on the uh, panel roof mm -hmm. that they took care of, no problem. And they had a, they came by here while I was working and, huh. and did some things on some uh, charger ports. Okay. Other than that, it, it was a pretty good experience. Wow. And so I don't regret having uh, white chocolate. Yeah. I loved having it. Yeah. And so that's not why I decided to make the trade. Okay. So now when you, you trade, I know you, you've told me you had a really great relationship with the dealer here mm -hmm. locally. Yes. But you actually traded at a different dealer. Yes. Can you give us a little bit of, if somebody's thinking about doing this trade, what to keep in mind and, and what made you uh, pick another location? Yes, uh, I will admit, uh, my goal when I started thinking about trading was to make a trade here locally with uh, Ford of Murfreesboro. Okay. I want to give them some props because I didn't make my purchase of my first Mach-E there. Okay. I tried to, they had two uh, on the lot. I saw them on a Saturday. When I called them on that following Monday, they both were sold. Mm. And that was the time when they were just flying. Right. And, um, but every, anytime I needed to have my car serviced, I called them and they were great to work with. So I wanted to find the car there. Right. And so I, that's where I started. I started at Ford of Murfreesboro, went by there. They had, they had another white one. Mm -hmm. And I, I decided that I didn't want to purchase the white one this time. Okay. And I've had folks say, if you loved white chocolate so much, yeah. why in the world did you want to go with a different color? <laughs> okay. Well, in 2021, that was not my first color choice. I gotcha. I wanted a specific color. I wanted a red one, mm -hmm. and I wanted it with the light gray interior. Because that's one thing I love about Tesla. They had this beautiful red one. The first time I really mm -hmm. saw an EV, I saw a Tesla, and it was red, and it had mm -hmm. this white interior, and I thought, that, that is nice. Mm -hmm. And when I looked for it in 2021, I couldn't find any. And okay. the ones that I found were in Atlanta, and they had already started marking those babies up over ten dollars to $15,000, mm. and I just wasn't going to do it. Yeah. So I went with the white one instead. I enjoyed having it. But I thought this time around, if I look at an EV yeah. that's different, 
I'm going to go with the color I want and I'm going to look at an extended battery. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I started looking at, uh, they had the white one here. They didn't have um, the one with uh, an extended battery okay. uh, that I was looking for. And so I went somewhere else locally I won't, well, in the region. Mm -hmm. I won't say where, but okay. it was a terrible experience. But, so I won't say where, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, it was not a good experience. And Ford and Murfreesboro tried to work with some other area uh, dealers to find the one that I wanted to do right. a trade in because a lot of times they'll trade with uh, peer dealers, okay. try to help customers out and they couldn't get anyone to let loose of uh, one of the ones I wanted. Mm. So I started my search on my own and mm. other dealers and I looked at all kinds of places. I was all over the place, but I found one in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. I originally found one in Alabama. Now, what you're finding now, one of the reasons people ask me about why I'm trading, mm -hmm. uh, it's all about timing. When I told you in 2021, I purchased because I knew the time was right, because I knew prices was getting ready to go up. Right. And it was a seller's market, not a buyer's market. Yeah. Now, it's, it's flipped. A, it's flipped. <laughs> it is totally flipped. It's a buyer's market. Uh, I looked at other options. I didn't just look at the Mach-E. I looked at um, my first choice going into my search mm -hmm. was a Kia uh, EV6. Okay. I like that car. Yeah. I like how it's designed. Um, and so that was that was first on the list going into this journey. Right. And so I started thinking about over the last two and, a half, two and a half years, what did I like about my EV driving? What did I like about the Mach-E? Mm -hmm. And what I didn't like, I realized that I hardly have ever had anyone in the back seats. Okay. So as I'm looking around, did I want to spend extra money to get something that's bigger? when I'm hardly ever having anyone in the back seats. Sure. Then I started thinking, how often do I uh, go on road trips? And when I go, where I go, mm -hmm. is charging speeds as important? So I started thinking about that. Right. And then I started thinking, okay, uh, while I'm driving, how comfortable am I? Do I like that the fact that it was a crossover so it sits higher? Sure. Or would I be okay looking at a sedan? Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, my knees appreciate sitting higher. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, well that takes some things off the list. And so I started thinking about that. And then I started thinking about something that some folks will view as, why in the world would that matter to you? Because <laughs> that's trivial. I started thinking about how often do I use my frunk? Yeah. And I use my frunk a lot because I can be messy. I play tennis and so I have lots of yellow fuzz and balls and, <laughs> and yeah. nasty sweaty clothes and things. And I yeah. always put them in the front because then it keeps the, keeps yeah. the rest of the car clean. Mm -hmm. And I use that front all the time. So I started thinking, okay, if I use the front a lot, I like the comfort of it sitting higher. Yeah. I wanted something with some range. What did I not like about the Mach-E? And I started thinking, I liked it. Yeah. So I thought I was going to eliminate the Mach-E from the list. Right. It never got eliminated. So I started looking at other options, and so I thought about the EV6. And the EV6, compared to the Mach-E, uh, it's very comparable, very sure. comparable. Okay. There are things about that charging curve that is like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like that, <laughs> I really like that. And their displays are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But the things that I liked better about the Mach-E were the fact that even though it didn't charge up to 250 kW, mm -hmm. it did, with an extended battery, get me up to 155. Okay. And what I also liked is the fact that I just like the look of the car a little better. Sure. I think it's a little more stylish for me. Okay. For me. 
and so, and then I started thinking about, I, I think Kia is getting there, mm-hmm. but they don't, their software is not nearly as, um, it's nowhere near Tesla, but I think Ford has made some strides. Yeah. Over the last six months, I've got all kinds of OTAs okay. uh, on my Mach-E, my former Mach-E. Uh, and so I think Ford is finally getting the gist of it. Okay, I, I think Kia still has some work to do on their software. Yeah. So I started to think about the things I like the most for me. And I think that's what EV purchasers need to keep in mind. What do you like? Yeah. Because it's different. I know what I want in the uh, EV is going to be totally different from somewhere else, sure. for someone else. And yeah. so what I wanted for me in an EV, it boiled down to two different EVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, people keep asking me, you did not include the Model Y? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you not include the Model Y? Right. Uh, now, again, I love Tesla. I, I absolutely think that if, without a Tesla, I would not have a Mach-E. Mm. Uh, but I wanted to try something different. Uh, sure. I wanted, I want other manufacturers to be successful because I want EVs to be around. I don't want this to be something that people are laughing about 10 years from now. And, oh, those EVs, I knew it wouldn't last. Yeah. No, I want success. Mm-hmm. And Tesla, the, the, the biggest selling car in the world is the Model Y. Mm-hmm. And so I, oh, I don't think they're hurting if I buy something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. I decided to try something different and it boiled down to those. Yeah. And so I decided to go with another Ford Mustang Mach-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's what I decided to do. So have you've had it now for what, about two weeks or I've so? I've had it for about three weeks. Three weeks? Yes, I purchased it in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Got a great deal there. Again, uh, I will tell you, and you and I have talked about this. Sure. Ford right now is, they're struggling to really get hold of this. Uh, right. They have lots of inventory Mach-E's. Mm-hmm. If there was a... Ever time to buy Maki if you want a Maki? Yeah. Uh, because they were dropping. I got I got so many discounts on that Maki that it was discounted down to where the Model Y was price wise. Really. So I was able to get a really good deal uh, because it's a buyer's market. Yeah. Now yeah. I always have to remember that it's a buyer's market. So what I got on the front end on the price, I suffered for on trade in. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, and 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 one thing that we talked about that if you're if you're listening and you're you're thinking about doing this your timing was impeccable because the federal tax credit on the Mustang Mach-E yes. ended December 31st that's correct so if you're if you're thinking about a Mustang Mach-E keep that in mind that that's not available anymore right. but you can probably use that to your advantage and make it even more of a buyer's market. I did. I, I did. I, I really looked toward the end of the year. I had already made my mind. This is what I think I want to spend. Mm-hmm. Here are the options. Uh, if they don't get anywhere near what I'm looking at, I'll just let the time go on by because I enjoyed white chocolate. Yeah. I was going to keep white chocolate. They had no problems with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but I started looking around and you're right. Ford realized we're sitting on a bunch of inventory. We lose the tax credit by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's make some deals. Yep. And, they, and they did, which was totally different from 2021 when they were basically saying, we got this new Mustang Mach-E. If you don't want it, some will pay me a lot more money for it. Right, right. So I guess uh, now that you've had it for a couple of weeks, to, mm-hmm. is there any pleasant surprises or maybe unpleasant surprises in owning a new uh, a new vehicle? Like we talked about, everything a lot of it's changed. So yes, have you noticed yes. anything that you you weren't expecting, but it's been a pleasant or maybe unpleasant surprise? Not really. One one of the things I did not anticipate, and I should have, but. Um, one of the things that Ford has tried to address is that Tesla does such a wonderful job because it's so vertically integrated on the pricing of their vehicles. Okay. And so Ford is constantly saying it's so hard 
to get the cost of manufacturing this vehicle down so that we can compete price-wise with Tesla. One of the things I've noticed with my Mach-E, it's a lighter vehicle. That 2021 huh. is heavy. Okay. Uh, it is heavy. The doors are heavier. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think they wanted to make such a big splash. They put everything into that baby. Right. And, and, and you could feel it. You could feel it. You could tell with this one it, uh, that they've they've lightened it. Mm -hmm. It's more aerodynamic. They're okay. trying to get better range, and they've probably spending less on manufacturing it so they sure. can get the price of the car down. Okay. And, and so I've enjoyed it. I love having the extended battery. Uh, that, that has come in handy already. Uh, I do notice that uh, since I'm on our EV rate here at Miltense Electric, mm -hmm. you know, there are times when it is not getting to <laughs> it's not, not done. It's right? not done. Oh, by, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done by them. But I'll, I, I still have it stopping at 4 a.m. because, it, you mm -hmm. know, you have the extra range. And mm -hmm. I don't really see the see the issue, but uh, I've enjoyed it. There are little bells and whistles that were in my 2021 because, again, they were giving you everything. Yeah. That, that They're not there. Nothing drastic. Okay. Uh, but I really enjoy the car. I, I love the color. I love the interior. Yeah. I decided to go with red this time instead of white. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm good. So the last question I got for you is, um, have you named this car yet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so funny, I have had so many people ask me, what's the name of the car? Mm -hmm. I haven't named the car yet. Okay. I haven't, I've only named two cars of mine in my life. Okay. One was the 1990 Acura Legend. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was a beautiful car. I bought it used. I just don't buy new cars. So this is the second new car in a row I've bought, which is something I don't <laughs> normally do. Um, but I bought this vehicle, and at the time, uh, Motor Trend said it was the most perfect car in the world it, because it was so reliable. Mm -hmm. And I loved that vehicle, and I, I, I named it, it was Baby Love. And so I never named another car until White Chocolate. Okay. Because White Chocolate got that EV, and to this day, White Chocolate was the most fun vehicle I've ever had. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I don't know if I'll name this one or not okay. because that was such a special vehicle, such yeah. a change from going from a, an ICE vehicle to an EV. So I haven't decided anything on the name. I don't even know if I will. Yeah. You know, in the Tesla app, they have a place where you can type in the name of your car. Really? They do. <laughs> and I can't come up with anything. So if you need it, if you have a name, you don't want to you know, just give it to me. I need, I need a name for mine anyway. There, there so. you go. But, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad about my choice. I know some people have asked me, would I trade vehicles every few years? No, no. Mm -hmm. um, the reasons, uh, I road trip, mm -hmm. and I'm glad now that I have an extended battery. Yeah. I'm glad now that I have the color I really wanted. Yeah. And, and those are the decisions that each person has to make. My decision as a consumer, right. it's gonna be different from yours or anyone yeah. else. And I don't want anyone to ever think, even with EVs, that it's cookie cutter. Sure. You have to take everything into consideration about what you do. Do you like road tripping? Do you just drive here locally? Then you may not need one with the extended battery. Yeah. And why spend the money for an extended battery if you're only going to use it locally? Uh, there are so many different considerations when you look at the EVs. I think that with all the talk out there, there's so many myths that aren't true. I have best friends of mine who still have some of the crazy notions about EVs. I had a discussion mm -hmm. last night with a friend of mine. He was just, oh, this is going to be terrible. And I, <laughs> it's like, no, it's not as bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So each person has to make that decision based on how they live their life. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you being willing to share your experience. And for those of you who are, are thinking about maybe making a trade, and you, if you have other questions, uh, you know, 
I, I know that Robert would be willing to, to talk with you and, and share his experience in, in more customized detail. So uh, appreciate you being on and sharing. Well, if you have any questions or if there are any topics that you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, please email us at evcarclub at mte.com. For more information on MTE's Drive EV programs or the EV Car Club, please visit driveev.com or email us at evcarclub at mte.com. Until next time, plug in, power up, and drive safe. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review. Also, we would love to hear from you. If you have any ideas of topics you would like for us to discuss, please email us at driveev.com at mte.com. Thanks for listening.